Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and it's great to be with you again. Uh, In this podcast, I'm going to share some thoughts on the two great Shavuot's, known as Pentecost. I'm going to share about the two great Shavuot's that are found in the Word of God. The first one being under Moses some uh, 3,500 years ago, as uh, Israel came out of Egypt and became Amsegula, my treasured people, God's chosen people people. And then also the second great Shavuot, which is recorded in Acts chapter two, where the uh, new covenant finds its inauguration and God pours out his spirit, both on the, on Jewish people and also on Gentiles who believe in the Messiah. And, uh, and it's under that new covenant, of course, that all of the purposes and meaning and fullness of what was given at Shavuot comes into view, into even our experience. So I'll be sharing on that today, and I uh, want to thank you for joining me. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. All right, let's jump into Deuteronomy chapter 5, and I'm going to be working uh, from the JPS translation. So I'm going to pick that up in verse 24 through 28. Uh, The children of Israel have come out of Egypt under Moses. They've made their way all the way to Sinai, and they are about ready to enter into a covenant with God and become his treasured people, a kingdom of priests, a holy nation unto him. And God has spoken uh, to them on the mountain, and uh, they were frightened and they decided we cannot we cannot endure this. They tell Moses, "You go, you you go on our behalf. You be um, kind of a mediator between us and God." And so, in verse twenty four, I'll pick this up. They're speaking to Moses. You go closer and hear all that the Lord our God says, and then you tell us everything that the Lord our God tells you, and we will willingly. It. Now, this is a fascinating text in and of itself. I just want to point this out. Oftentimes, I hear people say, uh, as Jewish people, we don't need a mediator uh, between us and God. Well, actually, that's what you asked for in verse 24, right? For Moses to go and hear on your behalf and then to tell you everything that the Lord, your God, uh, tells you. And so Moses is, is that very uh, priest before God and the people, Israel. Um, so, so this is how it all kind of gets started. Verse 25, the Lord heard the plea that you made to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard the plea that this people made to you. They did well to speak thus. May they always be of such mind to revere me and follow my commandments that it may go well with them and with their children forever. So God says, Oh, it's a great response. 
their heart is is beautiful towards me. And I pray that it would remain that way. This is a good thing. I hope that they revere me and follow my commandments. Why? Because those commandments that he gives, those whom he redeemed out of Egypt, those very commandments are meant to safeguard the blessings of that great deliverance, to, 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 to make sure that they in each generation experience the fullness of the blessings of God, even prolonging their lives, their lives and their children's lives forever. Verse 27, go say to them, return to your tents. But you, Moses, you remain here with me, and I will give you the whole instruction, the laws and the rules that you shall impart to them for them to observe in the land that I'm giving them to possess. So tell them to go back to their tents. You come up here on the mountain with me. I want you to remain with me. And this is where Moses remains with God for 40 days and 40 nights up on the mountain, receiving the details of this covenant. And so here's the people down below. You know, they just got done saying all that the Lord says we will do. We're committed to this. We're going to be responsive to the Lord, our God. Their, their, their lip service was good, but their actions betrayed their lips. If you remember what happened while he was up on the mountain, they made the golden calf. They broke faith with God in a very short period of time, fell into fear, and then and then had Aaron make them a golden calf to take them back to Egypt. They broke faith with God before Moses could even get the details of the covenant. From time to time, they would continue to break covenant and play the harlot with God. For generations, they would do this until God finally separates himself from them. In fact, the, the, the metaphor, one of the metaphors that's used as it relates to the covenant made through Moses with the people is that of marriage. And uh, God betroths Israel as his own. She becomes his wife. And so really what happens by way of this metaphor is that God ultimately says, if you continue to play the harlot, I will separate myself from you. This is going to be a marital separation. Now, do you think the nation would wake up as a nation? No. They continue in their stubbornness uh, to, to break faith with God and play the har- harlot. So finally, finally, he, he uh, divorces them, and he does that through the prophets Jeremiah and Isaiah. Both of them speak of the divorce that's coming to Israel. In fact, uh, probably, I think it would probably probably be Jeremiah that would act that out prophetically in terms of a writ of divorce uh, as the spokesperson of God. Uh, but you find that early in the chapters of Jeremiah where God finally divorces Israel. Now, think about this. In the midst of this low point of God divorcing his wife, his chosen people, he also promises to remarry her in the future, Jeremiah 31 through 33. Yeah, so, so even in the midst of the, of the divorce, as shocking as that was, God says, later, at a later date, I will woo you back. I will forgive you of your sins. I will make a covenant with you again. And once again, you will become my wife and I will be your God. So, so we have this new covenant that Jeremiah prophesies, that God speaks through Jeremiah, a new and better covenant that's coming. And I'll talk about that 
uh, more later. But let's get back to Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 29 through 30. It says, Be careful then to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Follow only the path that the Lord your God has enjoined upon you so that you may thrive and that it may go well with you and that you may long endure in the land you are to possess. Now, again, I want to remind you that the children of Israel have already been saved out of Egypt. God saved them through their faith in the blood of the lamb that they put on their doorposts. God made a covenant with them, entered in their homes, protected them, saved them from the, the final judgment that he sent on Egypt. And then he delivered them out of Egypt. They came to Sinai and it's there that they entered into covenant and became his people. And after becoming his people, he gives them the Torah. He gives them the, 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 the very rules and instructions to safeguard the blessings intended for them. And so it's there that he says, if you'll walk in these ways, you will be blessed beyond measure. It will go well with you. You'll find peace and prosperity in the land that I'm giving you. So one of the purposes of the Torah is to safeguard the blessings of God and to enhance and prolong their lives. And on the other side of the coin, neglecting and ignoring his ways would lead to curses and and a diminishment of their lives, even shortening their lifespans. The choice was theirs, and today the choice is ours. Nothing really has changed. This year, as we move towards the celebration of Shavuot, let's observe it this year by returning to the Torah of God. That's right. A return to the Torah of God. Throughout the prophets, when they call Israel back, it's not that she doesn't believe in God. He's not calling, the prophets don't call Israel to come back and believe in God. No, 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 no. The prophets call them to return to faithfulness to the covenant they're calling the people to come back to faith, faithfully walking in the covenant. So, so reformation and revival is all about coming back to the way, the ways of God. The Torah of God is a way of life to celebrate the redemption that they have in him. So this year, I want to encourage everyone to return to the Torah of God. Every believer, everyone who has embraced the Messiah, I want to encourage you to embrace the law of God as well the Torah as a way of life, to receive a fresh new infilling of the Holy Spirit, to find that motivation and inspiration, to fall in love once again with the Torah of God, and then to prophesy, just like it says in Acts chapter 2, to go and prophesy, to speak forth on behalf of God the good news to everyone who will listen, that the Lord is good. He is slow to anger. He is quick to forgive. And that in Messiah Yeshua, there is the forgiveness of sins, the new covenant, the Torah written on our hearts, and the outward spirit to encourage us, to comfort us, and empower us to be a witness, to be the people of God that he's called us to be. So that concludes our program for this week. A special thanks to our great King Yeshua the Messiah, and to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. 
We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark, and until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.